Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 37 of Give It The Bean. So, trying to do these every sort of, you know, one every sort of five to six days, if I can get out two a week, um, then I absolutely will do. It can just be quite challenging at times to get a guest on um, with just the current situation with a lot of the people that I want to get on. They are all super busy, um, quite naturally, with... Um, serving their own clients, you know whether some of them are writing ebooks or this, that, and the next thing. Um, but I will endeavour to put out as much content as I can to help you guys in this time period. Now, I put a poll on Instagram on this is Wednesday morning. I'm recording this. Um, I put it on Monday about doing an episode on how to stay motivated in this time period, and this was really a big one that has came from a lot of clients that I've had the same conversation with and we've managed to sort that. Now, understandably, I always want to give as much value as I can, so I thought coming on a podcast and giving some some words to you guys that I would give to them could hopefully help you achieve your sort of physique goals in this time period and not just fall by the wayside because you are a little bit demotivated. So I think one of the factors, there's an absolute main one that I'll get to, and I feel that with everyone, this main issue is the main cause of why you're not motivated. But let me tell you about the excuses that you might be using right now or telling yourself. And I, I think that these might sound a bit familiar. So right now, you're maybe not that motivated because of the environment, right? You've went from perhaps, you know, a bodybuilding gym where there's you know, heavy metal on, there was, you know, ACDC when you're doing your Widowmaker set, you had others around you to push you that were just there to make you better. And what it probably done was it just made you an absolute fucking unit because you trained really hard because they did, there was natural competition and it was an environment where you could all thrive off each other, you know, you could bounce off each other and ultimately grow, get stronger and Fitch, if you're listening to this, you know, the the sort of battle that you and Joe were having just before this happened, that was a, a good example of, you know, two people that lift very similar weight that naturally wanted to beat each other but not in a bad way, just in a, in a motivation way. So that environment for them, I still remember we'd drive to Perth and you know he, he'd be buzzing about, I'm going to beat Joe today. And I'd get there and I'd say, Joe, he says he's going to beat you today. And I, I'd always stir, stir things up. So environment could be one of them, right? You went from that to training in your back garden with bands and dumbbells. And you're thinking and feeling down and sorry for yourself because the lack of equipment that you have, you no longer have the big dirty hack squat, you know, the big dirty leg press or the pendulum squat or whatever it is, you just have some dumbbells, some bands, small barbell and some weight plates. You may have failed to realise that there is so much you can do with that equipment with the right training and the right programming. Have you thought about playing along with metabolic stress, isometric tension? I talk about all this in episode number 34, 35. Like I said, nutritional strategies and programming strategies. So plug for anyone listening, go back and listen to that. And if you're any of my clients or you follow me on Instagram, you'll know 
that all of my clients are absolutely dying of the home workout plans that we've come up with. Um, they have been very, you know, very much tailored to the equipment that we've got. We've really, really honed in and focused on mechanical tension. Um, but again, we like we have a standard, and I'll get to that in a minute as well about how we conduct ourselves and how we apply ourselves. And uh, clients are adhering to that, whether they're training in a gym, a garage, a shed, a back garden, you name it. We're giving it the fucking beans. Now, other reasons why you might not be motivated could be just social interaction. You know, you maybe go to the gym and that's where you catch up with your buddies because you spend so much time in the gym or you've committed your life towards bodybuilding or physique development. Um, others that are like-minded, you often just meet at the gym and you can have a blether, have a catch-up, whether it's in between sets or after your workout or before on the Stairmaster or whatever. And you've maybe not got the opportunity anymore because... Let's face it, us bodybuilders, especially us guys, can be stubborn. Uh, we don't mind being, we spend a lot of time on our own. Um, we're not quote-unquote lonely or loners, but we don't mind that. But often it's only really until you realise that's taken away do you realise, shit, those, you know, those people, that person, those, those few individuals are a massive part of my life and a massive part of what I do on the daily and, and this is how they, what they help with. So again, you've had that taken away um, and you're maybe perhaps not reaching out to them Skype and Zoom in, phone call, text, WhatsApp, you name it, get on that. <clears throat> but I think the absolute main one for me, the reason you're not motivated or the reason you're asking me how do you stay motivated in this time period is that you have no vision, all right? No vision of where you want your physique to be in the next one, three, and most importantly, five years. Now, this is something that I ask every client or potential client when they come on board. Where do you want to be in the next one, three, and five years? Not a lot of people can tell me about five, but I can pretty much get them to tell me where they want to be in three. Now, you're thinking, but Vaughn, that's so far away. Like, what, what, how could that help? Well, I hope that you've listened to the podcast that i done with Mark Coles. I'm sure it was episode, you know... Uh, 12 or, or something like that um, and you'll talk about how we both had a vision for our physique now what that vision should do is it should like make you jump out of bed in the morning ready to start the day to do whatever you need to do the absolute necessary to get to where you want to be now a prime example of this was how I looked back in 2016 right and in my head I had an idea and I've still got the idea of how I want my physique to look and it's getting there year in year out okay now what I need to know is that I'm not going to achieve it overnight I'm going to achieve it by doing daily habits disciplines routines consistently over time so if you're someone that's always just kind of floated about and thought ah you know I don't really know what I want and I want to tone up a little bit and then you do, and then you go on holiday, and you, f you get fat, and you come back, you go, I want to tone up a little bit. If you're constantly in this sort of cycle, this, this continuous rut, how would you expect to be motivated in this time period? Here's an example for you, and I'm going to use this from a competitor standpoint, because I know there'll be a lot listening, and then I'm going to, just going to do it from like a general pop lifestyle. First one, competitors out there. You maybe have a goal in your mind that is, I want to place in a regional show. 
you might have a goal in mind that says, I want to take myself to the British finals. I want to win a placing at the British finals. Or for some that we have on, on board, it might be that you want to earn your pro card in a selected Fed. Now, that's something that we know can take three, four, five years to happen of continuous, continuous, relentless pursuit to be better. Whichever phase you're in, you know that you need to go all in, 100% hard with your food, with your training, taking training to failure, etc., etc. So right now, those clients that are thinking, well, I still want my pro card, that's easy for them, right? The way they approach it is that they're still grateful that they have the opportunity to train and knowing that some people in this world can't afford equipment. Another way I pitched it to them, as I said, there's someone out there that you're competing against who is backing off the gas right now, or you're gonna compete against next year. They're backing off the gas right now. They are taking a step back because they think everybody else is. And I say, what you have is you have this window of opportunity to take a step forward ahead of the pack. Now, by that I mean that with some competitors, we know that, okay, right, this year we need to bring up our lateral delts, our quads, our glutes. Well, what if there's a competitor out there that's a bit better than you right now, that's backing off the gas, that you can use this window, this time period, this opportunity to catch up so that when the gyms open, the level of muscularity that you needed to perhaps compete with them or beat them is there. And when the gyms reopen, all you've got to do is build on it. The thing is, the gyms might not reopen now for a long time. You know, there's people talking that it's going to be 8 weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 20 weeks. Who knows? It's uncertain. The only certain thing is, is that we know what we can control today in the present and how we can be better, still add muscle mass, improve our physique and mobilize body fat, whichever phase we're in. We know that we can do that. But it all stems back to what do you think about on the daily? Right? So the first thing you think about when you wake up, last thing you think about when you go to bed, what do you think about across the day in regards to your body? When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you think? You might not be happy, but you might be content knowing that every single day you take a step forward towards where you want to fucking be. And if that doesn't motivate you right now, I don't know what will. Right, a lot of people that I've pitched that to, whether it is the the athletes or the photo shoot, uh, sorry, the, the competitors or the, the photo shoot athletes, they've all went, holy fucking shit, I'm pumped up now, I'm motivated now, and they're approaching every session with just this relentless pursuit to be better. Maybe perhaps some of them are training harder now than they were back in the day when the gyms were open because they have this newfound focus. Right, they cannot, like they're training on their own, they can't rely on a training partner anymore. It's all on them. And I think that before I do some hard, heavy sets, don't get me wrong, there, there'll be a voice that comes on in the back of my mind for maybe 0 0.1 milliseconds. They'll kind of go, ah, we're, we're tired, not really feeling it, it's, it's 10 to 5 in the morning, or it's 5 a.m. in the morning. And then there's a stronger voice that says, if the situation changed, if this was your last session, you woke up tomorrow and you knew that this was your last session, I went, you'd be fucking pissed off if you didn't go for it.
that's what I say to myself in those moments. I went, you'd be annoyed. I went, other people would kill to be in this situation, to be as fortunate enough as to have equipment to use. That's how I approach it. And then in that moment, you know, auto, autonomic part of me takes over and uh, the nasty bastard comes out and you empty yourself, you do the set, you hit a PB and it feels fucking good. And it feels even better because you just know that it's all it's all on you. And you just do it time and time again. So that's how I would approach it for competitors. Now, we know that, or you guys know, that we work with a lot of advanced sort of general pop clients. That's what I call them. Ones that they don't want to compete, they don't want to do a photo shoot, but they're hell-bent and absolutely fucking serious about improving their physique. So... What I do, and I said this in, a, in an earlier podcast, we set many goals, right? Four-week goals, two-week goals. For a lot of people, it's weekly targets, right? Someone's telling me that, that you know everyone on their job's been furloughed. Apart from them, they're doing the work of seven individuals, right? I look at the check-in sheet and I go, there's too much data on there for them. This is causing too much stress. I said, right, here's three things, three things to focus on daily. You know, 10,000 steps, hit your food, four weight sessions. Something as simple as that. And then you go, yeah, I could, I could do that. That seems manageable. So it's kind of breaking things down into tangible small chunks. And then I'll say, right, okay, for the next four weeks, what I want to do is I want to try and pull off two kilos, half a kilo a week, totally doable. You up for that? Yeah, oh yeah, Yvonne, I'm, I'm fucking up for that. Because often I think that those individuals won't have a strong, powerful vision. And when you ask them where do they want to be in one, three, and five years' time, they go, oh, I don't really know. I kind of want to be better. You know, I know that I'll be, I'll be feeling better. I'll be looking better. I'll be a dress size down. I think that that's still too wishy-washy of a vision, right? It, it's too... It needs to be more specific is the main thing. Because if it's specific, we can program in a certain manner, but you're also going to conduct yourself in a certain manner. So for me, back in 2016, I knew that I wanted to compete on a bodybuilding stage uh, within the next five years as a bodybuilder and I wanted to win. That's one thing I was so certain and sure I wanted to do. At the time frame, I wanted to do a, you know be a muscle model um, and then over time I realized I'm not good looking enough to do that. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I just realized that I love sort of classic bodybuilding and I love the routine and, and the sort of finesse and everything else about it and that look. So I decided to move. Um, I knew I wanted to be over 100 kilos shredded. Um, now that was 2016, this is 2020. Uh, 2020, I competed in classic physique and won two classes. Um, and I was about 103 kilos shredded on stage. Now, I formulated those goals, that vision, four years ago, right? And completed it a year early. So what do you think I've got in the back of my mind for the next one, three, and five years? I've got a different vision for my physique. But then again, I think that what, what we need to do is we need to relay this as a whole, right? So I have physique goals, life goals, business goals, but they all cross over and they all interlink and intertwine and you're thinking well Vaughn how does that work 
And I think that maybe perhaps I'm speaking to the coaches out there, the physique athletes, maybe maybe ones that have their own business, ones that are an you know somewhat of an influencer on others. Now, as a as someone that's interested in bodybuilding, I know that if I continue to go hard every day with my training, I know I'll improve my physique and mentally I'll feel better, right? In doing so, I know that over the years I'll change my body and I will continue to showcase my physique, whether it's you know online or whatnot. But as part of the business, showcasing that you can not only talk the talk but walk the walk is a huge thing that you must do. So I know that if I'm constantly improving, I'm showcasing to my current clients and potential clients that I know my stuff, I'm committed, and it's my lifestyle. So in doing so, I know that business will get better, it will improve. The better that we do over the years in regards to results, how we look, level of muscularity, um, will ultimately increase the amount of clients we work with, which will help me have a better quality of life with, say, my fiance because we have, you know, no financial worries, no other sort of financial costs or, you know, we happily pay the mortgage, the bills, we get to go on nice holidays. So then I'm happier spending more time with fiance knowing that she has no worries and that the future family that we want to have will be provided for, which all links back to the, okay, in five years time, I want to compete as a bodybuilder. I want to win and blah, blah, you know what I mean? You see how it all links together? So for me, it's constantly setting goals, but, but always reassessing them. Because where you want to be in five years' time might completely change if you have a kid, right? Or in three years' time or whatever. But you must certainly know how you want to look in one year's time, right? Make that your mission, right? A lot of people in this world are lost and they sort of float about day to day, not really like living life how it should be done because they have no quote-unquote mission, something to commit to. So I know what my mission statement is for my business and it's something that I, you know, it upholds who I am, the standards that I've got and makes, makes everything I do on the daily in alignment with that mission and how I conduct myself. And even things that I do daily. So for example, if you were to tell me, give me a choice between, hey Vaughn, you can go out on the piss and get totally fucking wasted tonight or tomorrow morning you could you know wake up at half four in the morning go train legs at 5am and hit a pb on every lift it's a no-brainer what i'm going to do right why because i just know my values and what they are and again if you're thinking move on what are values go listen to the podcast i done with clara in which we talk about that at length all right so i simply uphold myself to my values on the daily, whether that is to do with business, my physique, my training or whatnot. And one of those in regards to training, or everything really, is just doing everything as, as hard as I can, or to the best of my ability. Only in doing so will I know that, will I be content knowing that I kind of gave everything I got. And I would be as equally happy this, this year if I would competed came dead last again because I'd known I'd done everything over those four years I could 
to get there and I, I know I'd have one year left to achieve that. So the way to look at it is if you are struggling with motivation right now for your training, perhaps sticking to your food, that's a fucking huge one as well, right? Because people are just eating like a fucking knob because they're bored and they're in the house, they're rewarding themselves. Oh, I've had a good day, I worked eight hours on my fucking laptop. Let's have a fucking kebab, pizza, pack of fucking Doritos, right? And a share bar of Galaxy Caramel. And let's do that every, every single fucking night. Right, well, again, if you've got no vision or mission, how would you expect to stick to that? And in this time period, it is so important that you have or you create that right now. And if you're struggling to create that right now, what I ask that you do is just reach out to me. I always say my DMs on Instagram are always open. And if you want to have a chat, have a chat. You know, if you've never thought of one, I've never really thought of how I want to look. I don't really know what a mission is and whatnot. My my training partner, um, Steve Fitch, he'll be listening. He messaged me, was it last week, the week before? And he just said, his, his direct message was, what's your mission? And I said, in life or in business? He said, in both. I replied, 30 seconds, because I knew what they were. All right, but that's that's why you'll see me get up at 4.30 in the morning and go train. It's why you'll see me work all day. It's why you'll see us say, right, we've got a two, three-day turnaround for new client setups. It's why you'll see us put out content every day to add value, because we know where we're going. We know what we need to do to get there. Create a three or five, one, three and five year plan and work backwards. When you create that plan, when you create that vision in your head of how you want to look, once you've written it down and, and write this down, when you watch it, but when you read it back, it should fucking excite you. It should give you goosebumps. It should make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. You should feel pumped up after reading it, right? When you write it, give yourself like room, time to excel. Don't write down a fucking wishy-washy goal that's like, oh, yeah, you know, next year I just want to be two, three kilos lighter and that'd be fine. No, no fucking hell. Next year I want to have a decent cap on my lateral delts. I want my back to be that little bit wider so I've got more of a V-taper coming in. In five years' time I want to have fucking huge quads popping. I want to be able to see, be, be able to see VMO, lateralis, rec fem, etc., etc., you name it. I want ham and ham, hanging hamstrings. And, and if you make it that specific like you read it back and you go fucking hell I'm going to look like that but the thing is you've got to believe it you've got to 100% believe it and commit to it because I guarantee you if you were to tell someone what that 5 year vision is they will laugh they will say no you ain't going to do that fuck that no way you ain't going to do that why because it's probably just their own insecurity brush trying to, trying to project that their own insecurity on you because they know that there's no way they could commit to that for that long. And you're thinking, well, Vaughn, how the fuck do you know that? 2016, what do you think people were telling me when I was saying this? Nah, Vaughn, you won't do that. Nah, fuck that. I give it give it two, three months. Six months down the line. Ah, you're going to stop soon. One year down the line. All oh, right. Okay, so, fuck, he's doing it. But ah, we'll see what he does after he competes. Compete. Ah, crap, that'll be him done. He didn't place. Right, blah, blah, blah. Continue to go one year later. Oh, shit, he's getting pretty big now yeah oh okay so what's these what's these bands about for two and a half years before that Vaughn those bands are fucking shit those cuffs are shit you ain't gonna do that right 2020 compete Vaughn how did you do that 
hey, you know, see four years ago, when I said I would do that, that thing, I, I just done it. And I thought about it every single day up until it happened. So it just goes to show you, like, over time, people will always give you their opinion on what you what they think you can achieve. But realistically, in your head, you'll know what you can and can't achieve. It's just a simple case of doing it, right? And you'll know that when you achieve it, you'll know you've got so much more. Because the goalpost moves, the benchmark, or the benchmark is now set at a new level, right? You're just not going to stop there because as human beings, we always want that more, that instinctive drive to be better, which is good, right? So if you set this one thing five-year goal, I will say, tell the world what you want to achieve, but first, show them. All right, now, you all know the, the infamous quote from JP, which is sh hashtag show them, but that was a, that was a quote I heard, not from him. I can't remember who I, I kind of heard it from to give them credit. But it's something that just resonates with me. So tell the world what you're going to do. Right? Absolutely do that. If you know, like, Set your standard about, I'm going to do this. But first, show them how it's done. Show them how to get there. Because it's only a case of, in time, people will ask you why. Why are you doing that? Why are you acting that way? Why are you going home early? Why are you not coming on this night out? Why are you getting up to train so early? Why are you doing this bodybuilding thing? Why do you have to eat so much? Why can't you eat this? And you get there and you achieve it and people go, how the fuck did you do that? Right, and, you, and, and your brain just kind of goes, are you fucking kidding me? Are you actually fucking kidding me? Just have a look back at what I've been doing, what I said I would do. And the daily disciplines and the habits and the rituals and the routines that you've done for you know, one, three and five years time. But how you look, you have this constant vision in your head of your physique, of business and life, you guarantee you'll achieve it. And, and the subconscious mind will take over, right? The subconscious mind will, will make you act in a manner that will help you get towards that goal if you want it bad enough. If you just kind of want it, get in the fucking bin, man. It's not going to happen, right? If you just kind of say, oh, yeah, maybe that'd be cool to kind of be there. It's not going to fucking happen. But if you want something bad enough and you live each day in a manner that is towards that, then success will not happen by chance. It will simply be a mere certainty, all right? And I think that's a, a decent quote to be finishing the podcast on so that's a little bit of an insight to how I stay motivated how clients stay motivated through this time period if you found this helpful perhaps you found it inspirational please share it that is the cost of this podcast is all I ask is that if you, if you enjoy this you got value from it share it with one person and the reason I say that is that years ago I said that, you know what, I can't help everyone in the fitness industry achieve their goals. But what I can do is I can help one person at a time. And if I can try and teach that person, I can try and add as much value, give as much content as I can to that one person, all I ask is that they pass it on to help someone else. Why? We're all in this road, this journey together, and we should all be helping each other out. Share it on Instagram, put it on your stories, tag me in it, 
you know what, just drop me a DM. Just let me know if you enjoyed it, if you liked it. Whatever you do, wherever you are, give it the beans.